People of Earth, how are you? My name is Al. Across the table from me is my good friend Joe, and together we're called... We, we are kind of right sometimes. And Joe, we're back. It's been a while, buddy. Well, had to take a little time off uh, to, our, to our three or four fans out there, and my, uh, my poor wife, she, uh, she's lost both her parents in the last nine months. A mommy and a daddy in less than a year. That's tough. And uh, they were both 80, <laughs> 84 years old. And oh, amazing, long, fruitful lives. And her dad wasn't a surprise, but her mom basically got sick on a Tuesday, had a stroke, and she was uh, up with God. Heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. Or if you're an atheist, just plain dead. Heartbreaking. By Friday. My heart breaks for your wife. Yeah, but she's doing okay. She's doing better than I thought, and uh, and we're back on track. Yeah, no, uh, I'm sure there wasn't, but no uh, wacky fucking funeral fucking tales or anything. No, no. Everyone behaved the, and shit. Yeah, we did the, you know, uh, they both wanted to be, well, first of all, they both, they, they went and set up all the arrangements. Before they die. That's because they are wonderful people. And I'll tell you something. That's what you're supposed I to do. I believe <clears throat> she and I are going to go do this. That's what you got to do, because man. Because it was so easy. Yeah. It's yeah. like all done, paid for. They even had the obituary written. That's what you're supposed to do. And so you, none of the... Nobody had to do much of anything. Wonderful people. Wonderful, thoughtful people. And they were... Uh, they both were cremated... Yeah, and uh, they have cemetery plots, but for a cremation thing. Sure, and uh, so there was a wake, but it, there's no body viewing, which they both didn't want. Was there uh, an urn viewing, or? Well, I guess you could walk up and see the urn. Yeah, you know, like at Drunk Bob's. That's what, what the deal was. He was already in a box by the time. Yeah. So uh, basically, what they do, you make a couple of collages that show all their right. That's pictures. standard these days, right? And then you walk in and you look at the urn, and if you want to do a little kneel and pray, sure, right, and then right. you shake hands with the family, which I always think is horrifying. It's the worst. And uh, I'm gonna leave the wake part out. I just, you know, if you want to have a a service, fine. And then if you all, all want to go, Patty and I, she, her parents even bought us spots out there. Wow. I'm not even being funny. Is it the, the place for the urns? Is it in a spot where everyone else is a place for an urn? So they're like all real close together? Or is it in the middle of fucking like regular I, coffin sites? You know what I'm saying? I don't know. All the, all the, heads, <clears throat> the headstones are, are flush with the earth. You know okay, I mean? sure. So it's like now I don't know whether it's that's probably a smaller plot then. That's that answers. I don't know question. whether it signifies a, a, a cremation urn, but there's not pretty sure it does. Like the big headstones are over somewhere else. However, there's a good amount of space. Like when you walk down the row, it's not like there's two feet from Okay, that's um, that's my question. You follow what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It seems like it's you, maybe you just still have to buy a regular size plot. It's just I don't, not, you know, it doesn't really matter, and it's morbid. It but uh, certainly, if you could buy a big ass plot or two or three in a row and still get your shit buried there, you can have. You know, what I mean, it's just real estate. You don't. Right. No, it's just real estate. And you know, you what? can buy as huge a plot as you want. It's a 99 year deal. 
Like, so you don't really have it forever. Oh, I didn't know that. See, that's how little I've looked at. Well, you know what? I could be completely wrong, but I did. I read about this a long time ago, and the new... The new deal is that you don't buy your plot. You basically lease it for 99 years. After 99 years, they can just Move your bury body. someone else right where right you are. Right on top of you. That's yes. fine. That'll be fine. But then it, Probably what they'll end up having years, to do anyway is bring in some fill and fucking just start burying people on top right. of people eventually. But you know maybe I, mean? I could I could be wrong, and that could just be the way they do it at a few of them. All I know is, is as soon as we got married, my wife took out a life insurance policy on me at work that will get me buried. She's a good person, good girl. Thank you, baby. Fucking. You know what? It was just it was. I'm just saying, it's sort of morbid to think about, yeah. but at the same time, it made it so much easier on everybody. It's. Nobody had to make any decisions. It was I, all. I laid think that's out. marvelous. I mean, it makes. I mean, it still sucks. You got to go through the rigmarole of fucking getting dressed up, and you got people coming to fucking say they're sorry about your fucking mom. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I'm sure it sucks. I can't even fucking imagine it. I don't know why. I don't know why they. Who came up with this idea that the family members who are grieving have to stand there it's, and listen to, you know, I mean, there was a woman that came in and she must have. You know, the line holder upper? She was talking to everybody for like a half an hour. Yeah, and it's like, you know what? Come through the line, say hello, and then you you can pull me out of line later. Let's get the right. line moving. Just pull me so out of line. Every And it was a three-hour deal. Yeah. So, you know, they were standing up there because I, I didn't, I don't know whether I'm supposed to or not, but another brother-in-law wasn't. So I said, I'll sit down. Because, you know, it's not my parent. I, I don't know what the well, thing Well, I mean, is. Patty didn't let it be known what she wanted you to do? Or did she say, do what you want? Or She basically said, do what you want. That's cool. That's because and she I rules. I came up and saw her every once in a while and gave her a hug and shit yeah, like that. Yeah, and did you, while you were doing that, did you greet anyone who was in line while you were saying not hello really. to Patty? That's and you fine. know what the thing That's is? Okay. I don't know who anybody is. Well, of course not. Yeah. So, you know, they're going to look at me and go, who I, is this guy? I, again, your wife... Well, there and again, we just demonstrated her parents were marvelous people. Your wife is a marvelous person for ma- not making. She is. You know how many women would make their husband do that? No, there's not a lot my of them. Wife. Not your wife. My She's wife the best. is as close to perfect. As she gets of a woman, it. and she I'm not talking. It. She's no pushover, by the way. What do you mean, no pushover? She'll kick your ass. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what you mean, right? But I, yeah, but what I'm saying is. If anybody's thinking that you know she's just this little dainty flower, no, that no, no, say no, 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 this is a tough, this is a tough, tough cookie, woman. tough cookie. But she is so from the mean streets of Munson, Massachusetts, yeah. son. <laughs> but she's got a, she's got some guy genes, I think. That uh, she's like a guy in a lot of ways. Where'd she go to college? Do I never heard of her stick. college? Springfield Technical okay, Institute cool. of I got something you. or yeah. oh, so she went to school for exactly what she does for a living. Yes, I got you. All right. Yes, right. Which we won't t- talk about. Right, because it's classified. It is classified. So I'm gonna make a fucking weird fucking transition from that topic. You go I right think ahead, we dude. need to. All I have to say is this, Joe, and tell me if you know what the fuck I'm talking about. All right, I will. If I was as hideous looking 
as Moshe, Michelle Obama is, I wouldn't want my fucking official Smithsonian first lady portrait to look like me either. Do you have any idea what I'm talking about? No, I, I must have missed You got to go on news. Yahoo right now. You got to see. I'm going to talk a little bit about these. Now, they, first of all, Mich- Michelle Obama is not hideous looking. She's awful looking. Really? Yeah, she looks no, like she's not. the word that comes to mind is Simeon. 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 That's the word that comes to mind. You know what I mean? Cornelius like. Simeon. I don't know what Simeon means. Simeon is our fucking not-so-distant relatives of the fucking ape fashion. Well, now that could be construed as racist. It's not racist. She happens to look like an ape. She happens to look like a big monkey. I always thought she looked like a gorilla. Well, she's a really big girl. She is big and square She's an Amazonian, that's for sure. So this picture... So the Smith- I see it. It doesn't look that bad. It's, that's what I'm saying. It doesn't look a thing. Look, look at the fucking thing. It looks like my ten year old fucking niece Lacey drew it. Actually, it's not. It, it's this awful. This is the thing with the dress. Yeah, that's in the Smithsonian as their official portrait. Do you see his next to it? I don't think that looks bad though. Look at his, and all I have to say is, is that explains his presidency to a T, as well as the person who did his. By the way, it's a pretty good likeness of him, but sitting in front of that fucking, what the fuck is it, Lily fucking hedge or some fucking thing? Lily hedge. I don't know what the fuck it is. I'm just going to, have you Yahoo seen? Yahoo and uh, Barack Obama. Oh, you still haven't seen his? You saw hers? I, I haven't seen his. I'm going to. So the thing is, is you got to look at it in the context of all the other presidents whose portraits are in the Smithsonian. And you go, yep, that explains him all right. Even Jimmy Carter was way, is dignified. His fucking portrait is less than dignified. And apparently it was painted by a dude who likes to paint pictures of black guys cutting white women's heads off. So was it <laughs> painted, I, was the person that painted this a, a, of African-American oh, descent? Oh, yeah. And he hates white people, the guy who painted it, too. I've noticed that there's Apparently. a lot of that going on. Have you seen the picture yet? Yes. All right, Joe. It's ridiculous, right? Yeah. It's fucking the, ridiculous. And the leaves and shit. He was joking Sitting about it the when they the unveiled chair. it. He's like, you know, I wanted mo- less white hair and he wouldn't and blah, blah, blah. But he kept... <laughs> oh! Jay, when that happens... It's, it's Yahoo. It happens to both of us and it's always Yahoo <laughs> if you're yeah. on Yahoo. Well, I don't no, know what happens on a lot of sites. Oh, uh, does it? Uh, to me, it's just have to Yahoo. blast you with something. So, I don't know if where you found it, where I, I saw it and then I had to go look more and I found a place that had the last 12 of them. Not in a, not in an order, just in random order in a fucking, you know, a four by three fucking thing and his was in the middle of it and it's like... It's amazing. Well, I said that Sean Combs, and I thought afterwards that maybe this would be construed as racist. But he's got this. I was only talking about that with Michelle, not Barry. I was talking about. No, I'm talking about Sean Puffy Combs there. Puff Daddy or P. Diddy, whatever the fuck his name is. And he's got a look. Like he could suction cup his way up Trump Tower with his mouth. 
Now, and that's, I'm not being racist. It's just, it's his lips are all purted out. Yeah, right. Not like big, li- it's it's just. They stick out. They stick way I, out. And I think more so since the third or fourth facelift. You know you what I mean? he's had a few? Oh, he's had many. I mean, so pull your skin back. Your lips go right out. You know what I mean? So if but they're he does already have a billion pursed, dollars or close, close to, to it. it. So he's, yeah. he's a very successful guy. Listen, we're not crashing on P. Diddy or and Sean it, Combs. Whatever you, Sean. Right. Well, we'll he looks Sean. like a fish of some sort. <laughs> he looks like a fish. Poor P. Diddy. Can I say that tonight is my first uh, broadcast without bourbon? I saw a bottle of frozen vodka or something. Yeah, I brought there. vodka and I. I Seagram's, <laughs> Seagram's is usually 18 or 19 so bucks why, a handle. Why no bourbon? I think I, I think I, I think I think I quit bourbon. I think you got to go to the clear liquor. I, I'm, go, I'm on vodka now, and it, there you go. It used to be a bad deal, and now it's like the whiskey. Like you sound like I'm uh, just shitting blood and all that shit. You sound like Uncle Buck. Here's Al's deal. I have no idea about Uncle Buck. Tell me, he Uncle was a Buck, uh, Uncle Buck was uh, he was a drinker. If you've ever seen Uncle Buck, Uncle Buck was played by John Candy. It's a movie from 1988, I guess. Right. And uh, he has to go over and take care of his brother's kids because his brother's uh, wife's father had a heart attack or something, and she's a real kind of a snooty person. And uh, He quit smoking, but he says, yeah, I'm on to cigars now. And then I'm going to go to that, uh, then I figure I'll get some smaller cigars, and then I'll go to the nicotine gum, and then maybe back to smoking a little, and then, you know, and, and in 10 years, I'll, I'll, I'll be all good. Right. And she's looking at him like he's a fucking moron. Yeah. So Al's trying to say that he's not doing the bourbon. Yeah, hey, I don't smoke anymore. I he doesn't smoke. And, uh, That's it's good. Since May 5th or something. And he's given up May bourbon. 7th. For vodka, yeah, no, no. I'm not saying I'm. I'm just saying no more. I think the whole amber-colored booze thing. I'm done with. So, <laughs> I think it's wonderful. It has nothing to do with and me looking for compliments. I was just saying. That I know. Interestingly, I usually walk in here with. I know two shots of Fireball for you, and a pint of whiskey for me. I do like the fire. I bought a little fireball today. I saw that it was in the ice chest well, when I went to get my ice. All right. So uh, I don't want to talk about work, but I'm going to. So we got a little water in the basement down at uh, Old Sandwich Road. Okay. About five inches. So this morning. Bill, Wait, the one you already sold? Or you got another one going? No, no, no. I got one down on Old Sandwich Road. A new. Okay. Another one. Yes. I got oh, yeah. the one that. Not the one that's sold. I got you. I, have I haven't been around there. Go ahead. We, oh, good. We poured a foundation. Oh, I today. still have questions about Drew Road, too, but go ahead. So, at any rate, I had a whole list of stuff for the boys to do, Bill and Al. And uh, not not the Al in front of me. This is not Tuesday. Al. It's Tuesday. Billy's yes. around. So, I sent him down with two sump pumps, a generator, some cords so that they could pump the basement out. And then I had a bunch of other stuff for them to do. So around 3 o'clock in the afternoon, as I'm thinking that all the other stuff is getting done, I get a call from Alan saying that 
They had to wait two hours because one of the hoses was frozen that they took. And one of the sump pumps didn't have a hose, garden hose connection on it. Uh, And that after they unfroze the hose, they got one sump pump running, but it's... So they were there until... So I'm like, two of them were there watching (laughs) water drain for basically seven or eight hours. Oh, so when you talked to them, it was the afternoon. Okay. Yeah, three o'clock in the afternoon. I'm sorry. I I thought it was still morning. And I said, (laughs) so basically what you're telling me is you didn't go get another hose... And an adapter, right. which you could have gone down to the hardware store and bought And been it. back in 40 minutes, right? Right. And then had two pumps running. Right. And you didn't think of, okay, well, we'll leave one pump running with the generator on, and the framer was there, and we'll go do the other shit. No, they just stayed there and they watched it. I mean... And I didn't know what to say. I, I didn't get mad. You don't get mad that often at those guys, do you? No. No, because they'll... Alan would You threw quit. him kind of a cur- curveball today. It's a little bit out of the ordinary. That's all. It was just sort of weird. I'm, I'm, I looked at Alan. I said, Alan, you could have gone down to the... There's a hardware store right down the street in... Uh, well, it's a, it's a little ways, but it's down in... Uh, oh, on State Sagamore. Road. Oh, oh, the other way. Okay. Well, yes, there's one up the other way. Yeah, that Aubuchon's a pretty good store, too. So Right on State Road. You could you could have got a hose. Yeah, they could have been there and back. But if you and, paid twenty bucks for yeah, a hose, I would. That's fine. He knows that he has pretty much carte blanche. If he if he buys needs to I'm buy something, right? Yeah, yeah. And because you know their time's valuable, and there was a lot of shit that that I wanted to get done. Yeah, but they basically just stayed down there and. Well, Joe. But that's. You know what? That's just part of the deal. It is part of the deal because you don't listen. You don't. You know, nobody's working full time, and you know what I mean. I, if they were working full time, they would have done the same thing. People. No, they would have done the same thing. But whoever you've hired to do it full time probably wouldn't have. Is all I'm saying. Yeah, they would. You think? Oh yeah. Because I don't think people think at all. You know, they don't adapt and all that shit. Although, listen. I'm trying not to make a big deal of it's this. It's not a big deal, and I'm not trying to push the this issue. This is why I'm uh, in charge. I'm kind of sticking up for them and sticking up the for The reason you. I'm in it's charge is, the way it is. is because I wouldn't sit there all day and watch the pumps run. No, you would have gone to the fucking, the fucking hardware store and I made, made it happen. I would have sure two pumps were going, and if it looked like it was, you know, yeah. it was dropping like there's five inches of water and it took an hour and a half to drop one inch... Yeah. And, I would leave. Well, I was going to say, what you would have done, and knowing that you had more shit to do, probably you would have got the thing sussed out in an hour, hour and 15, taken two hours off, and then fucking said, you know what, well, what's next? I would have come <laughs> home and maybe watched a movie. And said, now what's next, though? You would have called and said, what's next? Right. What do you need me to do? What did you need him to do after that? Hammer and a nail and well, shit? Well, there was... Uh, there was a water heater that needed to be moved that's been underneath that tent, and there was some oh, okay. stuff at Lowe's, and there was some stuff that they needed to bring, and there's some cleanup to do. And, you know, and the cleanup, the sad thing is if... Billy's the best at that. He's great. Yeah. And, you know, Alan's sort of like part of the two of them. 
he's sort of in charge. He, and he's not, Alan's really not interested in cleaning shit up either. No, but, but he could have brought he'll Bill nail back. Some shit, though. Because only one person has to watch the pump drain. Right. You don't need two. Listen. So it's just, I it's think that, not a big deal. I think those guys, a couple of the guys listen to the show, so let's just stop talking about everybody. Yeah, I mean, it's just the because way it is. Because we love, you love those guys. Of course I do. I, do. I listen, love them to death. I, I'm, I was in their shoes working for you. I know that you're but I'm just really easy to work for. and You're just really easy to work for, Joe. I don't get all. it. I don't get it, but that's okay. Listen, you, it's the path you've chosen as well, believe me. You know what I'm saying. It's the path you've chosen. What? You've chosen to not be work in, with the best people. Right. <laughs> there it is. I think is that, that what you're saying? I think that's a good, really nice way to put it. That's what you've chosen. The you barely I mean? the barely educated. I the As way Trump I used says, to put it, the, I'm working with the poorly educated. This is the way I used to say to it. I don't know if you remember my boy fucking Tim and Shady. That's not true. These people are uh Alan's very bright. He's this was a this was a yeah. He's a retired firefighter. This no, guy's no dummy. I'm not even talking about them anymore. But I used to say to... There are a lot of morons. I used though, to say to my guys... these trades. The ones that I was friendly with. And you know me. I had a couple guys working for me who worked for me for a while. And I, we were all friends. Sure did. And uh, I used to tell them that they were all otherwise unemployable. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I wasn't crashing because so am I. You know what I mean? Although it turns out I'm pretty employable right now. But you are. You're, you're I'm going to get fired employable. soon, though. I made a mistake this week. Oh, I made a bad mistake, and I'm going to get fired. That's hey, you okay. know what I'm, I need? Yeah. Right outside that door there, and I'll continue talking. There's some water. I think it's seltzer water on top. If I could just have one of those bottles. and uh, A plain seltzer, right? Yeah, that would be wonderful. You know what happens when you try to open a bottle of, of warm seltzer, right? It blows up all over yeah, the place. This, my father used to scream at me. He goes, how many fucking bottles of club soda or fucking tonic water are you going to... Because every time I would do it... I think there was some flavored seltzer water out I there. I a couple of ice. You want, you want it on ice? No, I just need like some water to drink, and I don't want to drink it out of the sink. Because it's... I think it's piss. Yeah, no, I mean. So anyway, what the fuck were we talking about? Oh, work. Fuck that. Yeah, yeah work. No, I'm all set with that. I tried to get you to talk about the Obamas, but you clearly No, I mean, you know care. what? Here, I'll talk about the Obamas. No, it doesn't matter. I, I have I have a little here. I'm going to cuz all I got I got some more I got a little newsy less. shit, but I got a lot of me shit, and we don't want to get too deep into me. Okay. So, yeah. Let's talk about the Obama here. Yep. The Obamas. And this is, this is me. Barack. Yeah. Now, as anybody listening to this probably knows, Barack Obama was our president for eight years. And one of the things that uh, Barack uh, pledged when he was running. And I want to I want to make clear that when you're running for president the things that you pledge to do when you once you get into office often you find out holy shit, I can't do that because you know, the country will blow up. Right. 
because you don't you don't have all the facts. But one of the things that Barack Obama did was he said, "Well, what we're going to do is we're going to close Gitmo. And Gitmo is the Guantanamo Bay prison where we're holding the terrorists. And basically, we we don't have a uh, when I say we, we don't have um, um, the people down there." Have not they don't have habeas corpus basically, and habeas corpus is Latin for sh- show me the show me the body, which means they don't they don't have a day in court, they don't have due process. So he was going to get rid of that, and he he couldn't, and for various probably got in there and said, well we can let these guys go, and basically this guy is going to immediately go back, and he's. I'm sorry, do you think as a lawyer, like because he was, you know, a fancy lawyer with a fancy law degree, do you think that he thought legally he could make that happen or was he trying some maneuvers? Well, no, I think that he thought it was illegal. I think he believed it to be illegal. Right, okay. Um, And even though it's in Cuba, it's not on U.S. soil. So when there's, it's ambiguous whether habeas corpus and 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 due process follows to a a foreign country even if it's u.s controlled which is why they did rendition and shit like that you know so the thing is he got into office and he realized that you know i can't do this you know because these guys are really fucking bad you know, it's it's like knowing someone's really bad, but you can't prove it beyond a reasonable doubt because the evidence is tainted. You know, and if if you know anything about the law, I mean, let's say uh, the guy has you kicked down the door. The cops went and kicked down the door, and they found all the dead people inside the guy's apartment with all of his clothes and shit covered in blood and the knives and everything. But you can't use that as evidence because you didn't have probable cause to go into his apartment. Right. Do you follow what I'm saying? So you know the fucker's guilty. Right. It's just you can't. So these people we knew did it. Right. So an interesting thing, and I was I was thinking about this. I, I heard about it. And it's, it's something that I've kind of been, it's been sort of like, uh, you know, simmering, not, not simmering as in I'm pissed about it, but it's, so basically the population of Guantanamo decreased as Barack Obama was in office. Okay. And one of the things that Barack Obama did, which I didn't pay too much attention to at the time, was he, he, Barack Obama did a, uh, one of the things that he did was he, he, rapidly increased the number of drone strikes that we did and essentially so here are the here is here are the numbers so instead of taking the bad guys and putting them in guantanamo and these numbers there's a lot of different numbers and i tried to pick something in the middle okay because there are estimates that are far greater than this, and then there are estimates that are far lower than this. Okay. 
there were 42 terrorists that were killed in the drone strikes. In the same drone strikes, the total number of people killed were 1,400. <laughs> okay? Yeah. And 160 of them were children. Right. So instead of having the Navy SEALs go and pick the bad guy up and bring him to Guantanamo. Right. And not even necessarily kill him, bring him to fucking Guantanamo. Right, and put him in jail. The guy. The guy. Instead of, instead of denying him due process... What we did was we blew him up and everyone around him. Can you just give me the number of dead terrorists and dead everyone else again? 42 terrorists were killed. Okay. 1,400 and change. I don't know whether that's including the terrorists or not. But 1,400 and change were killed and 160 were children. Yeah, so that's basically for every person killed, they brought another fucking 35, 36 people with them. You know something what I mean? like that. For something like that. I'll do that in my head, and I think so I'm close. So instead of yeah. grabbing the guy... So, now, I'm not saying that, you know, this was a calculated thing by Barack Obama. Calculated meaning what? Well, he's sitting there and going, well, we're not going to arrest anybody and bring him to Gitmo, so we're going to kill 35 people to get one. I don't think he was right... It's calculated in that he thought it was better policy. He thought it was sounder right. policy. Right. You know, kill the bad guys, but of course they killed the bad guys who happen to be walking along with another 20 people. You know what? And then what they would do is, they were, you know, they would send the Hellfire missile in. I know what you're talking about. It would now. blow yeah, a bunch I, of shit up. Then a bunch of people would run in to try to save the yeah. people that has the guy with no arms, and they'd fire another one in thinking those were the supporters of the terrorist, yep. and they'd blow them up, I too. I understand. You've been talking about this for a while, and I didn't put two and two together till right now. You're you're sick of the... You're like hypocrisy. That's hypocrisy to the max, is what you're talking about. Well, I don't about. know if it's hypocrisy. It's, but it's a, you're saying that it's a, at the very least I don't bad know policy. Bad policy. But he had to have known at some point in the eight years that this is not... To, you know how much I think he sucks? And I don't think he's evil either, but... You know what I think That's about this? That's pure evil, so I don't think I don't he's know evil. if it's evil. I don't either. I don't think he's evil. This is what I think, though. I don't care. Oh, well, I... You look, know what I mean? Going back At the to end our, of the day... Like our very first show. I, I think it's his least am, fucking... I think that's the am least I of lose his fucking a, bullshit. Uh, out a fucking no. scintilla of Because we're of talking about... This? Again, we haven't said the name of where all this happened. This is, We're talking about Afghanistan and... Well, Where else? Where are we talking all about? All over the place. And what all over the world? What we've got here is, you know, it, and I was thinking about this further. <laughs> and when I say thinking, I, I mean, I was we I did. was thinking about it as, as well as looking, kind of looking up, doing yeah. my Wikipedia research. Yeah. Which, which, you know, this doesn't make me correct. That, that's why we call it kind of right. Yes. <laughs> we... we we really encourage you, know what, you to go and do a little bit more. The original homework. name that you wanted to call it, sorta right, would be probably funny. Sorta right, it's pretty funny for this instance. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, Joe. By the way, we didn't fucking uh, drone bomb anyone in Western Europe, did we? No, oh, no, right. no, no. South America? No. How about mm, uh, Australia? 
I don't think so. I don't think South America. China? We might have. China? No. Mm, any of the Koreas? No. India? No, it's all Middle East. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> so the thing, the other thing is, is that. Uh, oh shit! I just lost my train of thought. Oh, Can you I'm believe sorry, that? Sorry, buddy. I was making a good point. I didn't mean to throw you all the way off. Oh, I've been doing a little. Yes, I was saying I was doing a little research. There comes the big. So instead of getting a small bottle of bourbon, you got a, no, a half will, gallon of vodka. This will last me a month of shows. I'm leaving it here. No, I'll last you about. That'll be gone the next show. I mean, it's a 1.75 liter, son. I mean. <laughs> so I was talking about. Oh, shit. Well, no. you just fucking. You know, this happens to me a lot. We were talking about. The whole where did they bomb them shit, and then you said, I, you "Oh, well, this is the greatest thing for the military. We call it the military-industrial complex, complex right. is to have perpetual war. And the terrorist thing is great because for perpetual war, because there really is no one state. Well, generally, the economy is." In a good place during... No, that's not true either. It's just a total... In pre-modern times, up until World War II, I would say... It's a total money pit. You just throw money into stuff that just... Putting money into things that blow people up usually doesn't... Didn't World War II technically pull the U.S. out of depression? I... I don't know. Is the honest answer? I don't know. Would you believe me if I told you it did? I, well, I wouldn't believe you because you don't know. It was know. the pros. You don't know for sure. It was the prospect of war that pulled we went, the U.S. out of the Depression. Look, the stock market dropped in 29. That was the crash. Right. We didn't get involved with World War II until like 41. Right, but the economy so, picked back up in 38, 39. It was 11, the, it was 11 the, years Yeah, but later. the economy picked up back up in 38 and 39. As, as we know, the stock market isn't about what's going on now. It's about what's going to be going on. Well, I, I don't know. And the world was at war. We just didn't get in it. Uh, you, you know what? Let's not argue about that. No, I'm, well, I'm not going to argue with you. I, I do know what I'm talking I about. I don't know. Fucking if, you, if you say that you know what you're talking well, about. Well, of course I know what I'm talking about when it comes to U.S. history. But you do do a lot of declarative shit where I you will have admit no idea. Where I look you right in the face and tell a story and try to pass it off as the truth. This isn't one of those times. So I want to tell everybody, because tomorrow is Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, honey. Yes, you too. I didn't get you anything. Well, a few years back, a friend of mine, uh, who, was my, who was the guy that used to frame houses for me, Bob, his name is Bob, and I have a trailer, a trailer that we throw trash in. And it's it's a, not drunk Bob, by the way. It's Formerly not drunk, drunk Bob. Bob. He used to be a drinker. I'm saying. I was down in Florida, and I called up and I asked if this Bob would go and take a trailer of trash oh no. Here we down go. to a dump site that's, a, that's in a few other towns. Say it's 20 miles away. Yet another telling of this fucking great story. Okay, so what he did is he, he did exactly. He took my truck, which is a diesel pickup truck, 
And he got this trailer, which has three axles on it, and he took it down to a place on Cape Cod, the town of Bourne. He dumped it at the at the at the place in Bourne, and he was coming back. And you have to go over a bridge to get to Cape Cod. There's actually two bridges, but he went over one of the two because you only have to go over one bridge at one time. So he went over the Bourne Bridge, and right before the Bourne Bridge, the state police, which if you've listened to the show at all, I hate the state police, the Massachusetts state police. I don't hate all police, but I hate this. These police are scum. So at any rate, he was pulled over. They have a truck team. What the truck team does is they inspect trailers and various things for, you know, missing stuff and, you know, lights that are out, safety issues. And he happened to be pulled over by a guy named David Palmer, Trooper David Palmer. And David Palmer apparently because I know a lot of guys that drive a lot of trucks in the area, is one of the biggest assholes that anyone... He is... And I, when I say the state, state, Massachusetts State Police, it's a broken organization. They're an organization of sadists, meaning they hire people that are like them. It's an institution that's broken. And when I talk about institutions, institutions are a thing that's not one lifespan. It started in the 1800s, and, and they sucked. And then they hired the most sadistic people, and then they continue to hire the most sadistic people. So my trailer was not up to snuff. Now, if the state trooper had said, you know what, Bob, who was driving my pickup truck, uh, we have to tow your trailer because it's not up to snuff, and here's what's wrong with it, then there would be no problem whatsoever, whatsoever from me. But that's not what happened. What happened was I got a call from Bob, who... In the middle of being tortured. He was being tortured yep. by this little... Now, when I say little, this guy was a little... Short. He's short. He's a short guy. He's a short so man. He has some, he has some short guy issues. Right. Now, on top of that, I want to make make note that the state police make an inordinate, a crazy amount of money. As a matter of fact, this midget state cop made $178,000 last year. Now, for anybody listening to this, uh, you don't have to have a college degree to be a state cop, uh, a lot of nepotism, and basically you have to be a sadist. So you get right. $178,000 in taxpayer money to torture Taxpayers. By the way, he made that all well after this incident happened. He just yes. Said, so you, you've been keeping tabs on old David is what I'm saying. Well, no, no, not it's really. funny. Joe. So this incident was five years ago. And and we've, I've been over. So essentially, long story short, what I did was I filed a formal complaint. But I also sent to his, to the truck team location and to his station barracks. On two different occasions, I sent a, a pink step stool, two of them, to each of the barracks. And then a few weeks later, I sent like a, a potty, like a potty step up stool is what you did. Well, no, it was a well, pink somebody step go stool. It was, a, it was a little like a Power Rangers step stool. Yeah. So that he could, you know, when he pulled somebody over, he could step on that stool. Oh, all right. Now I get it. And be able to look <laughs> the driver in the eye. 
David, and I David, also David. sent to help out his job. Yeah. And I also sent him a, two sets, one to the barracks where he's stationed at and one to the truck team barrack. I sent him some elevator shoes. And for whatever reason, I was thinking about him, Al. Yeah. And it was Valentine's Day. And I said, you know, I just have to send him something. So I sent him an eight-inch purple dildo. Oh, shit. With a suction cup on it oh, so that he can fit. stick it onto his chair and sit right down onto that. Oh, this was for Valentine's Day. Yeah, and it's going to be delivered oh. before noon now, tomorrow. When, when was the last time you mailed him something? Uh, the last step contact... Four or five years ago. Oh boy! So he, this is gonna. He probably forgot about you. <laughs> no, he has. Do you have any idea where he lives? Yeah, I know where he lives. Does he live in town or? No, he lives. Uh, lives you down have to say where. I just oh, okay. But I just want him to know because I believe that he's never dealt with anybody. I sent him a letter. That you couldn't, uh, you couldn't read. You couldn't read that on HBO. I yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could read it on this show. You could read it on this show because, but we say whatever the fuck we want. And I don't want to go back and it's re- it's beaten, it's old for me. But I just want to say to Trooper Dave <laughs> the Midget, if someday you listen to this show. So let me just get this. Stop in. treating. Don't treat people like shit. Yeah, don't treat people like. They're fucking somehow less than you. You can't. But uh, hey, he's a horrible little scum, and I hope he gets shot in the head. Right. Well, I really do. I hope he gets shot in the head. He deserves to die. He's a, a, clearly a douchebag at the very least. So, so we revisited that, that. that. Let me just revisit this quick. I know you got other shit to talk about. We got a lot of Go stuff right to ahead. talk about. But uh, speaking of revisiting, did you listen to fucking show thirty? I did. I did listen to show 30. Did you laugh as hard as I did at it? I was laughing pretty good. Now, I'm wondering, I wonder if people get turned off by... Now, have you noticed neither one of us have sweared at all during this show? I just, the and reason I brought it, it up, I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't write this down. The, talk, the only reason why I brought it up was I had just said fuck, and it made me think that we haven't been saying fuck much. Right. Well, I'm just <laughs> wondering if it turns, you know... It turns Dave... Ho- Dave H off. I, I well, you know how I, every once I in a while I get on a tirade I, and I say cunt like seventy-seven times, and I, you know, it's just it's sort of, it's I'm not really mad. It's just sort of a. It's not just the c word. It's the whole dog fucking F, thing. It's pretty F funny. Bombs and, the dog fucking is the. Is, well, dog fucking is really funny, and it's funny. And to as any shit. of you that think this, because there are people out there, Al, believe it or not, that don't think that fucking a dog is funny. They don't. No, they don't have a sense of humor. And, uh, if, you, and if you're listening to this show, taking everything literally, you you really have to. Can you stop imagine? listening? Can you imagine if a lot of people actually listened to this show? How fucking in trouble we would be. Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, we have never said that we've. Neither one of us have ever. We we both lo- have dogs and we love dogs and we have never fucked a dog. I know I haven't. But there's nothing funnier, and I have to. <laughs> I have to. 
say this fully. I got this idea back in 1983 from a movie that Clint Eastwood did called Heartbreak Ridge. Great movie. Where Clint Eastwood talks about... Fantastic movie. He was old then. Pumping the neighbor's dog and fingering the neighbor's cat. That motherfucker was old 35 fucking years ago. So that was that was 1983, and that's where I started talking about... It's just something funny about, <laughs> you know, accusing someone of maybe fucking a dog. <laughs> that maybe he fucked his dog. Yeah. Uh, it's It's not right... <laughs> but it is funny. It's really funny, and we don't encourage anybody to have any do anything to animals. We're, we're animal lovers here. Well, of course, we don't want any dog hurt. I mean, on show seventeen, I listened to show seventeen again, and oh you know my god, why? really? Because show seventeen is our most listened to show. And I wanted to know why. And that's the show where what Evan was talk? on. Oh, wow. No shit. And I asked Evan. <coughs> he had a lot of people, a lot of his friends listen to that. That's probably don't. why. Yeah. And I, I asked Evan. I said, uh, you know, if you had a really good friend and he said to you, you know, he said, look. You I stumped got, him right off the bat. I got really kind of <laughs> drunk last night. And, you know, and my dog, you know, she was kind of bent over. Her tail was up and. I was looking at her, and, uh, you know, it just kind of, I was drunk, and it kind of looked like a place I'd want to stick my dick. And, you know, so if a friend came and said, you know, I basically fucked my dog, but the dog liked it and everything, you know, what would you do? Would you be upset with him? And I don't think poor Evan Al's kid knew what to say because, you know, not people aren't confronted with those kind of questions at it. A seventeen-year-old age, uh, a lot. He let me have it fucking two weeks ago. You told me this. Oh, I did. Yeah. All right. I I don't think I talked about it while shit was recording, but it was brutal. Well, you asked him if uh, that. You, you don't want to get into this. Nah, do you? nah. Fuck it. Hey, no. I sent you a video. <laughs> You brought up the, the, the Mass State Police. If you can go on your Jay Brennan 44, I got to tell you all. I know this is fucking video. I got a Facebook thing here. It's a, unfortunately, it's on Facebook. You, you should be able to open the video. Though. No, they won't let me. I either have to join or log in. Oh, fuck. Hey, you know, have I'll you gotten you, this? I'm going to call the video up on my phone. Go ahead. Go ahead, buddy. Go ahead. Now, I have a, I am not a Facebook member. But I do have a Facebook account that's in a, uh, not in my name, just so I can go. Because Facebook's a place to find people. Oh, Turn that down. I just you? did. I just pulled a Joe. Sorry, man. So. I decided to turn on my oh shit! All right, all right, all right. Jaw dropping road rage in Florida. Oh yeah, yeah. Can you open it? I'm looking at it right here. All right. Keep the sound on. To me, this is the funniest video ever. I know that the guy who's in the Buick who ran that fucking loudmouth cunt Harley driver over and his cunt. Oh, wait By a minute. The way, I only got nine seconds. Oh, that sucks. So what What did the... Just ex- basically... Explain what happened. Here you go. Here you go. Here you go. All right. We're going to take a look. 
Here you go. So I have a Facebook account. It'll play over again, too. Basically, it's a somebody was recording the video. And Is people, this during bike week down in I, Florida? I don't know if it was bike week. I think it was Memorial Day, and it wasn't even last year. Oh, it was like 2000. Jesus. So basically, to why me, did the person run the guy? Because in the, the guy in the fucking Harley was like, "I'm gonna fucking kill you" or something. He's like, "Oh, really?" And he's like, "I'm like to me, someone's like, should that guy be charged with attempted murder?" I'm like, "Fuck that! He should get a medal." You know what I mean? It's like don't bring a motorcycle I to a not, demolition derby. I am not a fan of the tough guy motorcycle. I've I fucking motorcycle, hate those guys. And by the way, a Harley Davidson. All over this country. By the way, notice I'm he doesn't even have a stuff. fucking helmet on, so that shows you he's fucking less than brilliant anyway. So yeah, fuck well, him. So fuck him. The whore's wearing a but tank top. Here's what happened. That is funny. <laughs> the kid who did it had a history of like anger shit, and he got charged with attempted murder. <laughs> well, the dude who he ran over, even though he's obviously loudmouth, highly cock-sucking scum, he... Uh, oh, this sh- shows it a little bit here. He fucking, the guy was just coming from like a memorial. He was like an ex Navy guy. He was coming from a memorial on day. On the Harley? He was coming from a memorial day celebration. And at the previous light, the kid had cut him off or something. And the guy said something to him like, you know, maybe you should learn how to drive. And then the kid said something to him. And of course, the Harley guy's not going to back down. He said, so, and the kid was like, fuck you. I'm running you over. Well, I'll tell you something. Here's but the, a- but Here's the, the Harley guy about, was in the right, but I still think it's funny that the kid ran him over. I love it. I love it. Now, I'm not talking about motorcycle gang members here, as Al talks about. I am. You guys suck. But I have been... There's three major... And you all lick taint. There are three major rallies in the United States that I know of. Um. And maybe there's one in California that I don't know about. But these are very big, and they've been around for a long time. One is Sturgis, South Dakota. One is Laconia, New Hampshire. And another one is Daytona, Florida. So big old triangle. Now, I've been to each one of those rallies uh, a few times. What's the funnest, Daytona? No, um, I don't know. I, I like South Dakota. You do? Okay. Because the riding around is pretty oh, you cool. like yeah, the ride itself it's beautiful. Right? The ride to Florida is fucking sucks. I'm sure. And it's once you're there, you're in Florida. You know, it's flat and boring. Laconia is cool because it's close. So now I'm not a rally goer. Right. I'm a I'm a motor. You're a well, motorcycle I, enthusiast. I was a motorcycle. Yeah. I don't own a motorcycle right now, but I. And I you're was, a, and I you're was a, a motorcycle traveler. And you're a, you're an astute observer of of the human condition. As I don't well. care about what kind of bike I have. I don't really care. I care about comfort. Right. Uh, and I had a Harley Davidson that I did one cross country trip with, and it leaked a lot of shit. So I got rid <laughs> of that. But that was back in 1997. Apparently, they fixed a lot of that stuff. But I'll tell you the biggest thing about the the you know, and this is staying at a few hotels in each one of these places, and you watch these people, and they now I rode from Massachusetts to South Dakota, and then and then on to Washington State. Yeah, from there. Now all the way of, to the Pacific Ocean. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh no, shit in Washington State. Good for you. And then we went down south through Arizona. And is shit. that Seattle or? Yeah, it is. Okay. 
So the deal is there are people that say come from Minnesota and they put their bike into the back of a pickup truck and they drive the you know there's two two guys and they either trail them or put them in the pickup truck they bring them to South Dakota and then they put on this uniform of leather and various <laughs> Harley Davidson fucking hats and bandanas and shit and then they ride around with a scowl and look mean no, they don't. And these people are the biggest fucking idiots. You're right. They suck. And and they don't ride the motorcycle. Other than from their tent. Yeah, they to, ride it from their tent yeah. to the bar. Um, maybe they ride around. They probably put a couple hundred miles on on the motorcycle during the during the the uh the rally. What percentage of the attendees of that rally would you say that I mean is it half and half? Half do what you did, half do what those guys do? No, I would say it's more like 70% do are not, they trailer their motorcycle in. 70%, okay. And I'd say 30, At all of these rallies? Daytona, yes. Laconia, and And I would say South Dakota. 30% are true bikers. All right, that's now, cool. you have the people, please don't make fun, but you have the people like the Hells Angels and the Outlaws, they ride their motorcycles Usually Do they actually they have, go to those? Oh, God, yeah. yeah. And they have no windscreen, and they ride like 14 hours, 16 hours straight through the yeah. rain. They're no fucking around. They right. are motorcycle enthusiasts, and they're pretty scary. And then you have people like me who just, it's not the, it's not the destination, it's the journey. You know, it's, it's, it's kind of like a test. How, how you know, I, we've done a lot of, I've done seven, eight hundred mile days on a motorcycle, and that's uh, it's a long day. And your experiences out there, did you get? Did you spend any time with people who were similarly experienced to you getting there? Not like who were just doing it for the same reason you did it. A few, but not many. Yeah, because and as a matter of fact, you you know when you start telling people that, they're all surprised. How the yeah. hell can you do that? Yeah. Because it's a four-day ride, basically, to stir to South Dakota from here. And to get there in four days, you have to do basically three better than 600-mile days. Right, that's a lot of time. Did you, uh, did you have a room out there, or did you sleep in a tent? No, no, we always had hotel rooms. Oh, you did? So how far, did you actually stay in Sturgis, or like how far from the activities did, was your hotel room? There can't uh, be we that many hotel rooms out there. We weren't in Sturgis. Sturgis is uh, a tiny little town right outside of Rapid City. Sure. We stayed in Rapid City. Okay. but So you found accommodations. How far in advance did you have to book a room? Like a year. Wow. All right. So that shows you there's not that many rooms out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then there's a, there's a place in Cody, Wyoming. If you've never been to Wyoming or if you've never been to Cody, Wyoming, there's a rodeo every night. And there's a place called the Irma, which is a hotel that belonged to Buffalo Bill's daughter. Okay. And her name was Irma. And this is an old Western hotel, and it has a all-you-can-eat buffet and a, uh, which is, it's prime rib, and it's unbelievable. Yeah. 
And this place looks like if you picture a Western bar on a on the you know a, a movie. Sure. This is right out of a movie, except much bigger, much more elegant, and uh, but not so elegant that you can't go in there with a pair of blue jeans and boots yeah, and sure. your bike. And then the the rooms that you stay in are kind of like being in a in a hotel room in the old type of hotels that you would see. Yeah, yeah. I stayed in on one of them Western. this weekend, by the way. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it was really cool. <laughs> so we we stayed there. We stayed there twice on two different trips, and uh, they've got a Wild West show at night at the Irma, where they had a guy come in and his hands were. I've never seen a guy with, he was a rancher of some sort, and he had a whip, and he was making horses do all kinds of crazy shit, but this guy's hands were, they could just kind of like grab the average person's head and just <laughs> squeeze it. Squeeze it till it fucking pops. Yeah, it's a, it, it's a different kind of, Wyoming's a different kind of place. Wyoming yeah. is a different type of place, and I, I would love to get there one day. And I'm going to uh, take a break, and when we get back, I'm going to tell you about a different type of place that I went to this weekend. All right. We'll be right back. I could do anything. Can you do something? I don't 
And we're back, everybody. 57 minutes was the break. All right. So anyway, we were talking about locales, and I went to an interesting place this weekend. I went to Bangor, Maine to visit my beautiful daughter, Charlena, who goes to college in Bangor at Hassan University. So I don't know. I fucking I had to put in. Don't for, be fussing at Hussin. Yeah, I had to put in for a half day at work. <laughs> Remember when I could just take off whenever the fuck I wanted? Right. So I took a, took you know I put in a month ahead of time and I got to go. My lovely wife Cat did the same. So we left Plymouth at like say two, whatever the fuck it was. I actually came here because I had some items I had to fucking collect on the way. Which, you know, what I'm talking about, you know what I mean? This needed to come for the trip. and uh, Yes. So uh, we drive the fuck up there. It's, you know, it's a four or five hour drive, whatever. we. She insisted on driving, which I'm like, great. I napped most of the way. It is a good drive. It's probably five hours. It's five hours with... Tra- so the deal was is we thought we left early enough that we could still go through Boston. GPS said, no, 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 no. And GPS don't lie, by the way. GPS... Don't lie. The one on the phone. If it says is traffic, is traffic. If it says don't go through Boston, you go ugh, and you go all the way through 128. You know what I mean? So we went around. We got up there. It was fine. We stayed in a haunted inn. We checked in. We stayed in a haunted inn. I went and visited. By the way, Bangor, Maine, people be snowed in. Houses be snowed the fuck in. Talking, oh, yeah. They got feet of snow up feet. there. Talking about every other house has snow up to the roof. Up to the fucking, at least almost all the way up to, to the front door. Right. And a lot of them have just gone, fuck it. You right. know what I mean? So We ain't going out the front door. So we're talking about a shit ton of snow. Like, so bad that when you're driving up there, and I didn't drive. Cat drove, but I was observing and she's a good driver but she's short and shit it's fucking it's disconcerting when you gotta like take a right but the snowbank is fucking six and a half feet tall you so know you what i mean you can't see what's coming you can't or... even see the fucking turn off you know what i mean yeah so what anyway a great place to go to college you know what <laughs> hey it keeps you studying listen you have to stay inside there's four thousand undergraduates yeah. that's not that big a place you know nope. what i mean so, uh, but she's doing great. Did I tell you? I I know I brag on her, but she's she has a four zero four point. Of course she does. <laughs> she she graduated. Did fifth. you did you expect anything less? She graduated fifth or sixth in her class of ninety six in high school and was pissed, but now she's gonna be first in her class of a thousand up there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's nice. But anyway, uh, we did art galleries. We went to Denny's for dinner. I did, watched, you go to, did you go all the way down to Acadia? No. That's a long way. We stayed in Dedham, Dedham, Maine, which is like 20 minutes southeast of... Uh, okay, so you, you stayed up towards 95. You didn't, you didn't get go way down. No, 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 no. I mean, you know, we were on Route 1. We crossed over Route 1, you know what I mean? There's a, there's a place the, in Bangor, and maybe do it with your daughter. Yeah. Take the airline road. Yeah. And it's about 100 miles, and it takes you right to the New Brunswick border. Oh, okay. And, well, maybe not take it. 
Who knows? Maybe they paved the thing. But it's like a straight shot. Yeah. It, it's a dirt. Was a dirt road when I took it. I did a motorcycle trip up to Nova Scotia, and uh, I had a sport bike then. I was going like 130 miles an hour. On up a, 95? No, up a, on the airline road. Oh, okay. Which goes between Bangor and Callis, Maine. Okay. Which is the border town into New Brunswick. On the south side of things. But it's a... It's a it's like a hundred miles of straight road with nobody on it. Right. And it was partial paved, partial dirt. So why I was going 130, I don't well, know. Well, because you're a fucking maniac, you know what I mean? Yeah, a little little fucking crazy. I wouldn't go 130 today, I don't think. Probably like only 100. Hey, hey by the way, did you see that the fucking uh, Intel, the quote-unquote Intel chiefs, they were... They were doing some kind of fucking, I don't know, testifying, I guess, in front of Congress. And they're saying that Russia is still meddling in our elections. Yet, nobody can give me a fucking concrete fucking when and where fucking well, example of it. Other than to say uh, it's clear that, man, I, I, I don't even know. I, you know... I'll talk about this a little bit if you want. I want you to talk. About okay, it. that's why I threw it out there, baby. Um. Now we do a lot of like beating up on. Much more we beat up on the crazy left wing, than the right wing because actually I don't know what the right wing does. The crazy right wing. Well, the real crazy ones, like David Duke. That's who I think when I think crazy right winger. Yeah, well, we're not. He's crazy. I guess if you're into the and almost, you know what, maybe you, Alex Jones too. If you're almost Hitlerish, yeah, then well, then you're really a lefty. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, and you're on the crazy right wing, then maybe you don't need to say anything because you just they're, they're fucking nuts, right? So I've been I've been trying to. Pay attention, and it's uh, kind of stand back a little bit and look at this because we do a lot of you know uh, picking out various people and like I talked about Adam Schiff and who's a bug-eyed fucking dog fucker, but I've been kind of looking at this on a on a big picture level, and of course this is politics. So the Russia thing, the Democrats feel. And when I say Democrats, I use the term lightly because being a Democrat is a good thing. Being a Kennedy-type Democrat is a good thing. If you're a moderate Democrat, you're, you're, you're a decent person. You're probably, as a, being a moderate Republican, you're very, you probably have very few things that you disagree with. Maybe a couple issues. Maybe you believe in abortion and the moderate Republican doesn't. But there's a lot of things you agree on. A non-issue. Yeah, it's it's uh, it is a you know maybe you have a little. I don't know. It could be a few gun. It's not the craziness that we see, but you know one of the things that identity politics and. You have to understand that identity politics means when you start to say that this 
side, these other people are against, uh, you know, people of race or, and you start calling them all kinds of names where, like xenophobe, meaning they don't want anybody from any other country coming in, or a homophobe, they don't like any gay or, or lesbian people, or a transphobe, because they, they don't like transgender, or a racist, because they don't like black people, or a, uh, you know, any, any kind of derogatory term that describes someone as being against some group. Uh, when you, when that's your method, meaning you're just going to be negative and call other people names, and that's, that's what you're doing to say, vote for us because we're not like them. Mm -hmm. That turned out to be a pretty... Uh, Hillary Clinton was a shoo-in for this election, folks. And Hillary Clinton is not president of the United States. Well, she was the worst nominee, major party nominee in the history of fucking presidential politics. Yeah. Never mind modern presidential politics. Except for Donald Trump. He, nah. Nah, because he was in the right you place gotta, at the right time. Understand something. He wasn't the worst. She was. If any other... Now... He would have beat Bernie Sanders. I don't give a fuck me, what anybody says. Me, and uh, Bernie wouldn't even run if, 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 if somebody else other than Hillary was. Let me, let me postulate this. Go ahead. I would, any, 10 of the 17 people that Donald Trump beat would, would have beaten Hillary Clinton easily. I'm with you. Donald Trump, that was a tough nut to crack for a lot of people because if you're Donald Trump, now Al and I both admit we love Donald Trump. And we have for a long time. But, but I've watched Donald Trump for a long time, and I know that Donald Trump's not crazy. No. Now, I don't want to have a beer with Donald Trump. Well, because he, he ain't drink He beer. doesn't drink beer. Right. But as far as somebody, he's not a crazy person. No. By the way, he, he wouldn't give you or me the time of fucking day. Never mind, have a beer with us. He'd be like, I uh, Yeah. I mean, of course, Donald Trump, he's an egomaniac. Yeah. He's uh, self-centered. Of course he is. That's why he's well-suited he, for the presidency. He has an understanding and a freshness about him where he, it's not like he says what, you know, if, if, you, if you say, well, he's, he says, uh, he tells the truth. He tells it like it is. Not really. Nah. He lies through his teeth, but he's refreshing. Child rapist, by the way, Him? Mike Mike Tirico. He's the new uh, he's the new Bob Costas of the Olympics. He's a fingerer. He's a known oh, fingerer, and they well. fucking hired him. Sorry, Donald, Another. you're on the Donald. So at any rate, but Trump's in. Hillary lost, and the identity politics thing, which I hope I explained half. So here's what I'm getting at. So. Nancy Pelosi, there was an article on Pelosi today, because Pelosi apparently did... You made notes for today's show? Yeah. I'm, wow. I'm, gonna, I'm doing this from now on. Thanks, man. Well, I got more time than you. Thanks, buddy. So I buddy. said it's unfair. It's not unfair. Put that burden on I, I appreciate so the gesture. Rate, Pelosi uh, spoke, I don't know whether it's longer in history, 
But she spoke for eight hours on the floor of the house. I saw that. Well, I saw that it happened. I obviously didn't watch it. And it's some record. I don't know whether it's of all time, but it's a long time. Eight hours. And In fuck me pumps. Yes, and in in four-inch heels. And basically, she spoke primarily about the dreamers. Now, you have to understand something. We're United States citizens. And when I say we, Al and I are. And if you live in the United States, I'm assuming you are. Now, the dreamers... Unless you happen to be like my ex, and you're just like a lifelong green, hold, green card or holder. Or a green, green card holder. But you're, you're in the States in some legal way. Yeah, yeah. The dreamers, whether it's a, f- a fault of their own or not, they, they're here illegally. So what you have to understand is you have the leader of the Democratic... You're the leader of the House of Representatives for the minority, for the Democrats, whose biggest concern is not American citizens, it's people that are here illegally. And one of the things that I read was that most of the people don't understand what the dreamers have to do with the budget. They're saying, you know what? Shutting the government down because illegal aliens are not getting what they want and not passing a budget, uh, we're not, meaning ordinary rank-and-file Democrats that are not crazy left-wing, are having a severe, having a real issue with this, hmm. and they're having a, a real issue with this in the hundred House races that the Democrats are focusing on for 2020. And I have a f- the, the 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 gist is that if this continues, that the Democrats are not only going to lose, they're going to get ass-fucked to the point where they're going to be more behind. Because she is not, you know... And, and I'll go back to... Th- this is some of the things that, that, uh, that she has said. That there's a thousand... Thousand dollars is, is crumbs? Well, most people said, no, that's not crumbs. Uh, there are people. Dude, that, I could use a grand. Yeah, I could use. Hey, I could use a grand. Yeah. I mean, any of you listening to this, could you use a thousand dollars if it came your way? How about a hundred dollars per paycheck more, which is what a lot of people have gotten. A lot of my coworkers are doing are in that fucking category. Um. So, it, it, this is this is the kind of. Th- the, the kind of war that Nancy Pelosi... And when I say Nancy Pelosi, what I'm saying is, is this is the Democratic leader of the House of Representatives. They right. voted her in. Mm-hmm. So if they voted her in, this must be the feeling of the, of the people in the House of Representatives, uh, the majority, because they voted her in. Right. And I, I think it's absolute insanity. 
I mean, you're not going to, how are you going to do that? How are you going to win? And then you don't want Jorge Ramos, who is Ameri- he's, he's the Univision guy. Jorge is from, I, he's Hispanic. Yeah. Well, but clearly. he said is uh, clearly not fucking Scotch he, Irish. He's an American <laughs> citizen. Yeah, God love him. But he said Trump, quote, change. He wants to change the essence of the United States. Quote, and then quote again. He wants to make America white again. And this is what Nancy Pelosi said. I mean, well, who doesn't? And <laughs> sorry. Now, guys. first of all, let's let's think about this for a second. That's racist. If if you want to be if you, I mean if you want true it's racism, fucking racist to say that, that that is absolute racism. Yeah. Now it's just it's against white people. It's right. like making fun of Catholics. I mean, you can get away with it because they're pre- they're pre- the predominant Christians, right. I guess. So, the first thing about that statement is we don't have to make America white again. America is white, sixty-one percent white. Right. Uh, so we are, as far as Jorge. By or the way, Nancy, is we, that we all? We are white. Is that all? It's not. Obviously, you're prepared. Sixty-one percent. Sixty-one percent white. Oh my God, that's way down. <laughs> well, we've got a, we've got more Hispanics than blacks. Uh, it's thirteen percent black, and then it's more like uh, wow, thirteen. The, and there's quite a few Asians as I well. I was going to say, yeah. Now, as a white person, I'm not concerned about the country. You know, turning uh, if it turns turning murky. Meaning if. <laughs> If it becomes fifty uh, percent uh, people that are non-white and white is not the listen, as long as I the people in charge, and, and as long as the people in charge are highly degreed and smart, that, that's all no, I care about. No, as long as the people that are here are believe in the values that have kept this. Now we are a very young country. Understand that, but we young are a, meaning the country itself is young, or the people who comprise it. We're no, no, no. the country is young. still young. Our yeah. government <laughs> is very old. Yet, yeah, I was going to say the country is young. Our, yet, you have our, to understand yep, something. Our, our constitution is the longest is old. Running. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As far our as government governments works, go, of course. So, yeah. as long as the people that are in the country believe in the constitution and believe in in you know, you don't have to believe in how the Constitution was formed. I mean, granted, the Constitution was formed and it said that, you know, three-fifths of uh, a black person. And te- technically, we're not a democracy. We're a democratic republic we're or whatever re- the well, fuck. Well, we are a republic. We're, we're rep- democratic. We have repu- a representative, <laughs> representative republic. <coughs> representative democracy. Right. So so Jorge Ramos says this. And where what kind of traction does Jorge think that he's going to get with this i mean does he think that he's going to win over uh i mean he's already got the people that are that hate trump already or or, and i this doesn't even have this this doesn't have anything to do with trump quite frankly it has to do with if you're a white person now i'm not i'm not i'm not hurt because 
As a white person, you don't ever have to think about your race. Right. If you're black, you basically have to think about your race every, every waking, waking moment. moment. Yes. You owe me a Coca-Cola. Yes. <laughs> because you have to wonder if you're going to, you know. It, it must be awful having to have to think about your race all the time because you're going to be judged. You're going to walk into a store and uh, the Korean person is going to yeah. follow you what around. What a fucking wait, nightmare, right? Waiting for you to steal something. Yeah. You're not going to get, you get, you got to wonder whether a cab is going to stop. Yeah. These are things that I have never had to worry about in my life. Nope. However, that doesn't change the fact that when Jorge Ramos, who is from some Span uh, country that of uh, Spanish origin, who who wants to make it and and like it's a negative, make America white again. Now America is white, mm. and let me say this. And this is this is a fact. This is not me saying it. The world is run by white men. It is. Think about it. Look around. Look at the color of the people that run the world. They're white. Even the Asian people are white. Yeah. So I don't know what I don't know what Nancy Pelosi or Jorge Ramos think. The other thing I wanted to, I've got a topic that I think we're going to do on Thursday, but we'll get into it now, baby. Go well, ahead. the topic is basically, and we're going to expand on this, but we're going to do this Thursday, okay? Because it's too long. Yeah, this will this will be a whole show, and it's basically on Thursday we're going to talk about a humans. Are we born good? So we're going to talk about that on Thursday. but And there's a lot of stuff I, I got here. Are we born, a human being, are we good? Are we evil? Are we taught to be good? Would we just be animals if we didn't have any teaching? Right. Well, that's a teaser because you got, you got me peaked. I, so we're gonna I can do an hour on that myself. But we're going to talk about that on Thursday. Yeah. The other, another thing that we're... I wanted to get back, and this circles back to what you started talking about, which is the Russia thing. Yeah. Now the Russia thing is one hundred percent political, and I want to I want to say to anybody that's listening, all three out there, that you know this is corny, gets to be corny, but this is. This is our government. If you're an American citizen, you you have a stake in this government. You get to vote. It's your government. These people that run the intelligence agencies that take home a taxpayer-paid paycheck, you have to understand, one, they don't pay any taxes because you put the money in. If you work at a job that creates something, you put the money in, they take the money out, and then they give back, say, 40%, but there's still 60% light. These people don't create anything. Now, that doesn't make them bad. Makes them useless. No, it doesn't make them useless, but it makes them wholly owned by you, the taxpayer. These are government people. It's your government. So... 
what interests me is the new phrase is because there, there, there's a new phrase all the time. The new phrase is, as long as it doesn't compromise, sources and methods. Have you heard, How many times have you heard that lately? I, you know what? I, I haven't. So go ahead. Explain that one. I have heard you can't compromise sources and methods, meaning sources and methods are in the spy. Yeah, and the, and the FB there. Sources and methods are, you know, if you're going to release a classified document, you don't want to reveal a source, meaning, you know, some Muslim person who is, who is, you know, uh, giving information on his own tribe or something. Um, and you also don't want to, you don't want to share, you want to keep this kind of secret. There are things that should be kept secret. So they talk about sources and methods all the time. That's the big thing. However, there are a lot of things that are classified that are not, if they were released, they don't have anything to do with sources and methods. What these things do are covering up horrible, awful mistakes made by people that we pay. And they get to decide that these are classified, and if they were released, it would be a national security issue. Now, maybe it would, would be a national security issue if other countries found out how grossly incompetent some of these people really are. But I, I truly believe that, you know, if Hillary Clinton, if you believe for a second that Hillary Clinton had a private server because... <laughs> she didn't know any better <sighs> then then you might as well i think you should just off yourself pull a tooth put it under your pillow <laughs> and you know wait for a million dollars to be put there by the morning because hillary clinton kept her own server for one reason so that she could hide all of the shit that looks bad and anything that might look illegal, and I, I isn't I would, it evident that they fucking got like some fucking money out of a uranium deal? Isn't it fairly fucking obvious? It's fairly obvious. There's two things that are fairly obvious. One is they had classified information on that server that shouldn't have been there. And that's a that's enough felony. right there, yeah. And where intent comes in, I, I don't understand. Uh, Remember when you when you went to high school and you had like a civics class and they told you that ignorance is no excuse for breaking the law. So now all of a sudden we have an FBI director who stands up and says Here's all the things this woman did that are fucking illegal, but she didn't have any intent. So what does that have to do with it? She broke the law. Well, I mean, does it say you have to intend to break the law? Is that is that how it works? Well, I mean, he's clearly a, a fucking crook himself. 
by definition. You know? And he's trying to uphold your fucking office. Well, and he's turning out, yes, he's partisan. And they were so certain that Hillary Clinton was going to win. And this is what I've read. It's my Wikipedia research. I got you. And I I firmly tell everybody, please, you can go research it further. They were so certain that Hillary Clinton was going to be president. They meaning... James Comey, the right. FBI. Because Hillary and her people were. Everybody were they convinced? Was. Okay. I thought Hillary Clinton was going to win. It's documented. I thought so. I thought so. You know what? When, when as we, much as I, I was, was up. Do- as I much was as one depressed, but Al and I were watching. We woke up we went depressed. In, <laughs> we went in into my little. Uh, I got a little. It was a like little a f- room. Funeral dirge. And we went and we. Fully went there to watch Donald Trump lose and Hillary Clinton become the first yep. woman president and then go and throw up. Yep. And it didn't work out that way. But I was prepared. I had prepared myself for her to become president. I, I did too. And also note, please, everybody, we both knew that he was going to run for president before he did. And we were both on board saying he would be a great president. I did say early in the process that I thought he was going to be president, but I will fully admit that on election day morning... Yes, I thought that she was going to win. I thought she was going to win. And I told our friend Alan the day he announced that he's going to be the next president. I did the same thing at T-Bones where I used to bounce. I told everybody he was going to win. I had severe doubts election night. I thought it was just all over. It was... We were there to fucking commiserate. We weren't there to fucking right. celebrate. Right, well, we got drunk. We commiserate. We, we were going to... Cur- and then it ended to be a celebration, and then you kicked me out. But that's all right. But I don't I don't remember. Well, you had to, because I was out of my mind. And you looked at my wife, and you went, you have to get him out of here. <laughs> I don't remember. Because I was out of my mind with happiness. So what I'm saying Bouncing is... Bouncing off the walls. They th- the people that uh, oh, beer is delicious. decided that uh, Mrs. Clinton uh, didn't have any intent were they, they they basically you know said this is going to be our next president so we can't be you know screwing around with her and now she's not yeah and that's that's you know unfortunately that's probably the way it is but what I, what I'm getting back to is. The Russia thing is complete bullshit. There is no Russia. Now, did Russia... Now, when you say metal, now, did Russia go to Pennsylvania and have recruit uh, operatives to go in and steal ballots from the Democrats? You know, no. No, of course not. Now, does Russia do things like... Now, there's RTTV. Will they say, say things like Hillary is an awful, horrid whore of a human being? Of course. Uh, did they maybe steal some... Uh, did they? Although WikiLeaks... And WikiLeaks, 
you know, for whatever you want to believe, they said they did not get the Podesta emails from the Russians. So, uh, you know, we're talking about the people that they got the Snowden. No, they didn't get Snowden. Who did they get? Oh, Bradley Manning. Yeah. And so they they were correct about, they've been correct about their sources not being... They won't tell you who they were, but they, they, they've been correct about who they're not. And they said they got the Podesta emails not from the Russians. But if you think that getting the Podesta emails is meddling in, a, in an election, meaning the Russians got a hold of that John Podesta is a scumbag who works for Hillary Clinton, that I, I think that's, to me, that's part of the... That's that's airing out laundry that we should know. Uh, I think that the, you know, whoever hacked the DNC, which by the way, I want to note that when they, there was the FBI went to the DNC and the RNC at the pretty much the same time, and said we have reason to believe that you are being. There's attempts to hack your stuff. The RNC let the FBI in and let their specialists in to prevent that from happening. The DNC did not. And they didn't do so because they had the whole fucking thing rigged against Bernie Sanders. And that's what happened when they outed the DNC. So don't wouldn't you rather know as a citizen that the Democratic National Committee who is supposed to be completely impartial when it comes to who wins the primary was in the tank for Hillary Clinton I mean that's that's information that you should know So let's say the Russians Got that information and let it go. Released it. That's information that you should know anyway. Yeah, right. These people are fucking criminals. So if that if that caused her to lose the election, well, she should have lost the election because she's a fucking crook. Right. And that poodle head. By the way, they would have won that whore. fucking thing anyway. You know what I mean? The election? Yeah. The the nomination. I mean. Bernie oh, Sanders is well, fucking yeah. a lightweight at best. Well, I don't know. He gave her a, a lightweight run. at best. He wasn't going to win He's the nomination. He's no fucking Bill Bradley. We'll he put it that way. And Bill Bradley got his ass kicked. He wasn't going to win the nomination. Yeah. Bill Bradley might have beat her. But you know what? Years ago. But. They knew he wasn't going to win the nomination. Yeah, right. So why do you have to rig it? Yeah, right. They're so It's slimy. almost like the whole thing. Like, why you got to lie about that? Right. You don't need to why, lie about that. Why lie? Yeah. Oh, uh, it took me 35 minutes. Right, it was right. a 35-minute flight thing, right? from California to New York. Yeah, yeah. No, no that's it wasn't. Im- that's impossible. Oh, no, it was. Right. This it's is Hillary thing. Clinton telling you. Yeah. And you're going, well, why don't you just tell me it was six hours? And then that's we're, fine. we're fine. Yeah. Like, they were going to win anyway. Yeah. So why did, they have to, why did they have to purposely rig it against Bernie Sanders? I mean, they had way more delegates. Because they're awful delegates. people. 
they're so fucking horrible. It has to. It had to, to be, go after the the seventy five year seventy four year old guy from Vermont. Yeah, who's a uh, you know and a Democratic socialist. It's just. It's almost like you know maybe if you guys don't go through all that bullshit and put all your energy into that, you might have actually got fucking elected. You stupid cunt. Yeah, you know? and I don't. I don't think there was any cohesion between. Most of the Democrats, and that's another problem. I mean, you've got, like I was, I was talking about earlier. You've got people that are moderate Democrats that are like, "Hey, listen, I want to be able to feed my family. Yeah. If my daughter wants to have an abortion or my wife, I want that to be able to happen. Yep. Uh, pick a few other Democratic, you know, I yeah, mean, whatever. Moderate Democratic positions sure. that differ yep. from the Republicans yep. because I'm telling you, eighty percent of the public is within a band that's about you know that's very narrow and there's not a lot of difference between a Democrat and a Republican. It's probably I, I used to think of it as the middle forty percent. It's it's probably more middle fifty percent. I, I bet it. it's more middle sixty you to think? eighty. Yeah, really. Well, look at the lunatics that show up on TV. Yeah, they're they're on the fringe. Yeah, they are. Well, we always say if you're if you're a zealot on either side, you suck. But you know, it's like nothing would get done without zealots. But zealots are fucking crazy. Yeah, and you got to know when it's like Nancy Pelosi. You got to know when it's time to get the fuck out. Yeah, and if you are putting illegal aliens above your own constituents being able to make a living, then you're, you're going to lose. Right. Because people want to be able to, hey, probably probably a lot of people on the Democratic side would love to do something for the illegal aliens. Right. But they'd like to have a job and be able to eat first. Right. And put their kids through college and not have fucking credit card debt out the ass. And being screwed over by, you know, suckbag bankers. Right. And so if you're talking about, you know, keeping somehow, you know, shutting down the government so that you can keep illegal aliens in the country, I, I, I don't think that rings with a lot of people unless you're you're a nut. Right. So so yeah. that that was my uh summation of my shit. Well you listen. So why don't we wrap this yeah, up? Because here's the thing. I, I'm gonna go I, and the place where I want to go Valentine Day shopping is gonna be closing in a half hour, and I want to fucking get my wife a nice Valentine's Day present, but I don't want to spend a lot. <laughs> you go, baby. You go. You know what I'm talking about? Did well, you do, do anything special for uh, our favorite? Um, She's got two dozen roses going to work tomorrow. Ah, uh, they love that. Do you do that every year? I don't. The only reason why I, I don't do it anymore is I don't have a credit card. I used to send her a dozen roses <laughs> yeah. on a regular, irregular basis, if you yeah. know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. And I haven't sent her a dozen roses in a long time, so I sent her two dozen, and I said, I love you, and, this, and I sent you two dozen to make up for last year. <laughs> So, uh, and she a, needs it. She needs yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're such a fucking soft touch, Joe. Well, she's, hey, you know what? This is, 
as much as most of you who have listened to me on these shows for the last 30 shows hear me talk about cunt and whores and fucking dogs, I am a softie. You are a big softie, and that's why I love you, Joe I B. I love you too, well. At the end of the day, we're having... Would you be my Valentine? And Al and I have never fucked each other, and probably won't ever, unless we get wicked drunk. Nah, not even then. Nah. All right. My name is Al. His name is Joe. We're, we're going to get out of right. here. And uh, happy Valentine's happy Day, everybody. Valentine's Day. All right. Good night. <laughs>